not a Negro, I am black, I'm a Moorish American. Peace. Yeah. Hey, five on the right, two on the left, man. You know what time it is. Yo. We just moors in America, soared through the shores and endured criminal acts of war on our character. Seven years after the fourth score, no reward. Shout out to the most courageous, they was jumping over barriers. Where does that compare to you? We come from a place where you scared to visit our area. We come from a place where it's scary for good Samaritans. Heavy luggage we carrying. Babies having babies, it's crazy being American. Praise the one and only Allah, there's no comparison. La ilaha. Allah, body and very gin Laughing at you clowns like ha-ha Dodging a Nephilim Conquer lower self with a high Follow your regimen Way before they came we were gods And now we specimen Tried to take the light from our eyes Thank God for Edison Then they put the wool on our eyes It's so embarrassing Now we travel frequently We should invest in Sheraton All of us got gold on our bodies Whenever we stepping in Screaming Ramadan Move a rock Training the flesh again Wishing we could move as a unit just like the Mexicans, dodging all the foods with estrogen, synthetic medicines, all sin is in devilish. Sometimes the decisions that you make come for a better gift. Sometimes when you sin is to relate to all your brethren. Heavenly gates all in our face, we the champions. We live in the sky, we see the angels on the chariots. Waiting on the $20 bill, face a Harriet. I bet you I'ma carry it. I'm in love with music to the point I wanna marry it. But my love for people is greater, so I write messages. Largest spending power, but we still sit at a deficit Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence Moors in America, flourishing, excellent Let's buy up some neighborhoods and groom our own president Yeah And I come to you today With all intentions of spreading Love Truth Moors, you're now here with the Moors in America broadcast. We live with our brother Maki Sufi L. Uh, before we get started, though, as always, we want to read this disclaimer out. This video represents the views of the presenters and our guests, and it's based off our personal research and life experiences. Um, in no way is this content endorsed by or representation of the official policies of any other organizations. Right? This is us speaking off of our experiences and um first and foremost we always rise and give the highest praise to the most high our father god Allah. we extend honor to our divine prophet noble throughout for bringing us our divine creed and nationality i'm hoping you know how important that is but if not just stay tuned we also give honors to the forerunner to the prophet our dear brother marcus mosiah garvey for preparing the way and we extend honors to all the good boys out there, all the true Muslims, all of those out there working to bring light, the light bringers. All 
right? Honest to all the faithful North American Muslims watching right now. Want to ask one thing? Make sure you click that like and share button. Click the like and share button. They'll get the algorithms up. We're the ones telling our own story. We're the ones getting this information out. This brother's doing great work. Um, great work. I mean, should be on CNN and all these other um, media stations, but we have to cover it. We do. That's why we have more in America. So we need you to share this. Hit the like and share button to help get this information out there. Um, we're going to be discussing... A chart that our brother made is uh, the Moorish American jurisdictional chart and also going over some more information too. Um, our brother here is an author. Um, he's wrote several books. He's doing a lot of great works in his community out there in Philadelphia. Um, he's also a magistrate in the Philadelphia Interfaith Court. So really looking forward to building with this brother and um, I really think everybody's going to enjoy this broadcast. <coughs> Excuse me. One thing you can all do though, after you finish watching this, make sure you click the links in the description to check out this brother's websites and um, just check this stuff out so you can see what the brother has going on. He's actually got um, links in here also for two of his videos and he's got some pertinent information in there. So make sure you check those links out. And as always, everybody, make sure you click the like and share button. You're listening to the true and living light bringer more than America. As always, I'm your brother, Lloyd Douglas, also known as Sharif Ali. And here we uncover and bring glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. That's why we had a brother on here today on his podcast on Moors in America. And so, like I said, just need you to click that like and share button. And um, we'll be right back. You know how we do. want to say um thanks to everybody for joining us and um actually waiting on a brother to come in but um i'm gonna pull this up real quick so you can check this out okay i see the brother islam brother islam islamism praise allah praise allah first i rise giving all perfect praises to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, uh, I'd like to give honors to his holy and divine prophet from A to Z, 
uh, of course, with the Prophet Noble Drew Ali and all, like to give honors to my mother, um, my wife, my children, um, all the Moors across these shores. Praise Allah for you all. And, um, you know, this is I, the magistrate, um, and Sufi Ill. Oh, Islam, brother. It's it's definitely a pleasure to have you on here today. Um, I've just I've been seeing some of the, the works that you've been doing in your community just just on, you know, online on Facebook. And I've been um, wanting to speak to you for a minute. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great to have you on now. You've um, you've written a, a couple of books. Is that correct? Islam. Yes. Moors. I, I wrote uh, the Mufti's. Uh, manual for greater governance. Okay. Right. And that was uh, basically a journal of the travels that it took to operate uh, our missionary outreach programs. Um, you know, our, our dear prophet, Noble Drali, instructed us to what? You know. Um, you know, teach men to repent from sin and learn to love instead of hate. But he said that kind of in the sense of saying upon the hedges of the highways. And, you right. know, so we have that inherent obligation to do our outreach in a missionary capacity. And so that book, the Mufti Manual of Greater Governance, basically helps any executive ruler and just any faithful Muslim that is really performing uplifting acts and also they may also already take part and parcel of the uplifting acts of their temple or in their community and whatnot then that manual helps to guide them so that they can better do their job because you know it shows them uh, how to write their programs, you know, you know, we do after school programs, summer camps, uh, you know, we got the Moore Science Temple of America, but for 10 years straight from 2005 to let's say 2015, we operated in maybe 10 different elementary and middle schools and high schools. And it was called young broadcasters of America. Wow. So that was like one of the, ways that we were providing that olive branch to uh the community at large you know because it's just more like we're doing this for our own families primarily first because charity starts at home however as a larger uh shagran as a larger you know fulfillment of our duties that we were given my holy instructions on the prophet with our social duties and whatnot that it's and then we branch those out where hey even have an after school program we don't only offer this to moorish children moorish americans we offer this to all people from this particular community and so you know that's that's what that mufti's manual is uh, uh teaching you know someone who is uh a resource already or wanting to be a further resource in a community and fulfilling their rights and obligations uh, that they have 
uh, to take their place amongst the affairs of men, then that manual will help you really take your affairs blocks place in men in an organized fashion. Islam, brother, that that sounds like required reading right there for everybody out there doing the good work. Um, we do have a link in the video description for everyone listening, and I uh, just posted it in the chat, but yeah, the link's in the description. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you explained that, brother. Yeah, definitely, if uh, for anybody out there, um, chairman, um, as you said, um, Sheiks, Grand Sheiks, sounds like that's something that we all need to be reading up on. Secretaries, um, um, but also those who are just members, faithful Muslims, and they just happen to live out in the boonies where it's really no other sheiks or resources, anybody there. They just may be some Moorish family, Moorish American family. And so even that more would know, well, okay. So as I have my study group for my family, oh, I can still get support from the community at large while not. It's kind of like you get to be in the world and not of the world because you still are giving the resource that you need to see out there. You become the solution that you're looking for. Islam. And, you know, even just to be totally real, like for the, the brothers and sisters out there that are um, members but they're not receiving like any type of instruction, you know, they're, yes, like, wondering yes. what, what do I do? Because, you, you know, like uh, not trying to, you know, um, be negative about anyone or anything, just saying that some people, you know, a lot of us, we're just trying to figure this out. And so the people are joining and they're not getting any instruction. And so that sounds like a great resource, brother. I'm glad you um, put in the work to, to put that out. And that sounds like something that's necessary for the people. Yeah, it it really is because it, it shows. I talk all all about all about these different things that you do, um, whenever you need to effectuate your agenda, and you know those took years and years, solar years to really work out and to become good at, and so I just happened to put it in the book because I had all my records. Wow! So I good. said, well, you know what. I'm gonna make this like a little manual. People can still yeah, if you living wherever you're at, domicile now, whether you executive ruler all the way down to just a uh, sundry free more who happens to be the only uh Muslim in, in, in that neck of the woods, you could still navigate because you get you can say, Oh, all right, well, um no taxation without representation. So in the manual, you're learning like, oh, so. I don't have to be aggressive dealing with the county authorities wherever I'm at and domicile and because everybody's prob- promised a Republican form of government in the United States. So under intelligent tone, you just can go there because once you're a missionary and you you know that, that the prophet set you up for success in that way, then... It's really like the intelligent tone that the prophet was saying. So the manual is kind of is basically showing you that, like, oh, you you go here and you go there, and then you'll find that there's an empty Moorish American chair there the whole time, and, and you'll see that the other communities of faith and nationality as well. What I mean by that, the, the faith communities that are just let's say. Uh, 
Catholic, Jewish, or different forms of Christianity, different, um, you know, Islamic, Orthodox, all those people there. But then you got nationalities there too, right? Who are national interests. But then you come to find out they always have room for more Americans, but we never take our place amongst affairs of men in a certain way. So we never know that it was always, the resource was always right there anyway. Islam, brother, that's beautiful, beautiful, brother. Um, you know, I want I wanted to ask you a couple of questions before we really get into it. Uh, for the people that's watching, I'm sure everybody can see this chart, the Moorish American jurisdictional chart. Uh, we're going to get to that, but um, there's a couple other things too. Just um, looking at at some of the things that you've been doing, looking at your website, I saw you had a um, video on there about the Morocco Day, um, the flag raising ceremony, right? Ah, um, yeah. Islam. So I wanted to ask you about that because um, we've been to Philadelphia, um, know, also known by the ancient name of Shechem Mexum, and we've seen that um, that road, I think it's Benjamin Frank, uh, Franklin Parkway, where it's got all the flags, right? And we saw the Moroccan flag there. <clears throat> now I was wondering, like, okay, was that Moroccan flag up there? Um, because did um, I know that they put the flags up there depending on, you know, the amount of uh, people living in Philly from the different um, nationalities. So was that flag put up there for the Moors, Moorish Americans, or was that for people from the um, the nation state of Morocco? Wow, Moors. Ah, just love. You See, you got some teeming thoughts. And so you're, I, I love when, when Moors have sharp questions like that because that means you've been really spinning your wheels with you really are a thinker so um praise allah um it's so deep more that you bring that up because um really actually that benjamin franklin parkway if you were to look at it at, on the map that is part of what i brought down see like let's say all of the uh the land from indigenous people, Native American Indian tribes and whatnot, they are all overseen by the National Park Service, who is a federal agency. All right. You like they wear the green hats and all that. They protect Yellowstone Park and all these federal parks or whatever. The only federal park we have in Philadelphia area is the Constitution where the Liberty Bell is. But I had actually and the Moors here in Philadelphia, we actually whoop whoop, there you go. We actually redistrict that land, Morse. That land, that that land, that that strip, the parkway ends with the actual Philadelphia Museum of Art stairs, which they like to call the Rocky Stairs, because you know this, this stupid fictional character, you know. Even though you know we love Rocky, whatever, but <laughs> you know, so he ran upstairs, whatever, and he stole that from a Muslim named Saad Muhammad. By the way, that's a side note. Um, and uh, but those that 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 site that you're talking about with the flags, with the Moroccan flag, my empress, my wife, Doctor Poetica Bay, she was the creator and curator of the Moor tour, and we had a tour Moors for two whole solar years from 2016 to 2018, right from that flag. That's why you're blowing me away. We would all congregate and Moors from all over the galaxy would come from Baltimore, everywhere, and uh, just come there. 
And when we had the tour dates, we would walk from the Moorish flag up to the actual steps of the, you know, the uh, art museum at the end of that road. Like, a, like basically like a block and a half, two blocks away, if you would have measured it. And that's the whole land that is really represented from the sky view. I have put the federal claim on there. Wallahi, Moors. I wish I had, I, I would like to have uh, share it to you. I'll inbox it to you so you can share it. But we put the federal claim on there. and We had the, the National Park Service come down on the museum like a ton of bricks because of that flag and, and before because of that. That site, because from the sky, Moors, Wallahi, that's that, that I gave them the Masonic explanation. Because from City Hall is like a block before the Moorish flag, by the way. So the City Hall is like the center of the compass. And up the left hand of what would be the compass in the square, because you know how a, 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 a compass is like, it, the square is like this, and they got the little Masonic G in the middle or whatever, and they got, the, you know, both sides like this. So that street is Benjamin Franklin Parkway, by the way, running from City Hall right there. So that whole street, Moors, oh, is from the sky view, is an ankh, is in the shape of an ankh. Wow. And that ankh is because... When you see at the top of the ankh, I'll get there. But it's an ankh. It runs from the base of there, right behind what you're seeing now, right behind all of that city hall right there. That's the base of the G. The, then that street right there we're coming up, Ben Franklin Parkway, is that left, is that right wing of the compass, Masonic compass, which forms the ankh because right where the picture, person's taking the picture at is a circle. They call it Eakins Oval. From the sky, you can look up the sky view when you get a chance. And um, on Google Maps or whatever. And um, it's an ankh. So the ankh is what? The ankh is the same reason that you universally, like, for instance, for instance, brothers, Moors, sisters, if anybody was to ask, what is, why are we Moors? And because, you know, we have a lot of, uh, tribes and nationalities in our makeup and in our DNA code. So people that's Afrocentric a lot of times feel some sort of way and they'd be like, well, I know that we Nubian and everything, but why we gotta be Moors? We we gotta say, you know, we just Moors. And they don't understand and that and realize that we're all you're more primarily, no matter what you what what you are as an Asiatic in a sense, because Whenever you were born, man is not the 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 body, nor uh, you know, uh, uh, or the soul. He's the spirit and the thought of Allah. That's what the Prophet Jew Ali say. So, man is not the body. So when we come through our mother's womb, we actually come through the fallopian tubes. And remember, the fallopian tubes is in the shape of the ankh. You have the woman and then you had the fallopian tubes which is the ankh right and so um that ankh is the same ankh that you're looking at with the ben franklin fallopian tubes because guess why the ankh represents the mother of all nations that births all nations 
They, the the birth all nations, right? The Moorish woman, remember, you know what this is, Moors. You know what it is. What happens? What happens when you're in your mother's womb? You were what? You would have totally been flushed out by her menstrual cycle. Wallahi, you had to moor yourself onto the side of her, like an anchor. Because remember, a, a ship gets moored. You don't park a ship like you park a car, by the way. You moor, you moor a ship. Did you, you know that, right? So that means you tie that ship up with a piece of rope to a, 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 a post. You moor that ship. So that's what you do as as a fertilized new ovum, uh, not even a fetus, the embryo maybe, you moor yourself down the fallopian tubes. So that's why we're moors because we all are spirit beings, thoughts of Allah that got moored or anchored, got moored into the third dimension or the physical world for, you know, a spirit being, what they say, having a human experience or whatever. And some. So that's that physical representation is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I, myself, and our local uh, tribe of Moors here, Moorish Americans, did make the federal claim because at the end of that fallopian tube, because uh, remember that unk, that's that unk, that it births all nations, that because that, that, that fallopian tube of the Moorish woman births all nations. And at the end of it, that road is that mound, that rocky stairs. Ain't that something, Morris? That pyramid on the back of the dollar bill is the Philadelphia, is at the end of this road that you're talking about. So we take we took Morris from the Morris flag on up into that mound, return to the mound series. And praise Allah for, like I said, a lot of elder Moors, we gave the tour for free. So we gave the tour, and um, we would love for Moors to, uh, you know, have us in demand to maybe do it once again, one more again. But that flag is really just speaking of uh, the connection to, because you know how we call it in a certain sense, they call that flag the Moorish mother flag. Because there's a lot of different Moorish nations all around the globe. But the one with the red field with the five-pointed green star, that's the mother of all those flags over 10,000 years old, et cetera, right? So, so that's showing you more mother flag, the mothering, because you as a spirit thought of Allah, in order to get here in the physical world, you would not have gotten here unless you moored yourself onto the side of her unk. So that flag represents us as all Moors mooring ourselves on that unk, on that fallopian tube. And that's why we're all Moors. That's why, and that has explained it to a lot of people that didn't understand why we insist on calling ourselves Moors. Well, we all Moors anyway, because you was a thought of Allah and you would have never made it down unless you moored yourself, son of man. Islam. Islam. All right. Uh, gratitude for building on that, brother. And um, yeah, you know, I was I was just wondering about the, the Moroccan flag up there, you know. And wondering who who that represented, <laughs> you know, if it was about our community or you know, they um, did they they for the, for as far as they concerned, they put it up there arbitrarily. Think it is talking about the Moroccans in the east. You know how they do it. Uh huh. 
But I'm just I'm just saying it. But still, Masonically, they still put it up there correctly on the right block on 22nd Street. I mean, they, you know, they still do it like that too. Islam, Islam, gratitude, brother. Now, um, also, I'd like to ask you about the uh, the family based court, the um, interfaith court. Yes. Right, I've seen on there that you you um are you uh, could could you explain that for us and just let us know what that's about? I saw on there that it's it's basically um. I guess it's an alternative to regular family court. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Islam. That's a great way to look at it, you know, because it's an alternative to family court mores. You know, for so many years, people that are smart, they, you know, basically would feel like they have a court process or want to deal with justice issues and stuff. But, you know, we had to really go all the way. Because, uh, you know, we had enough training and resources from our elders, sheiks and everything to do so. So what happened was uh, as I began to do missionary work, I became a chaplain. So we kind of affectionately refer to it as chaplain's court at the same time. You know, it's interfaith court, but it's like people get the chaplain of their choice to handle their uh family court issues and that chaplain will serve as a judge as a magistrate now it had to be done in that way so that legally and lawfully even the federal government had to smile on me and say that wow that was the perfect alignment that allows you to do those things okay because what happens is people get married every day by their bishop, pardon yourself, by their bishop, their imam, their sheikh, their rabbi, their reverend, their pastor, right? Islam, yeah. It really doesn't matter. That pastor might not be known by anybody, really. The state doesn't really hunt that guy down, and the county doesn't really, uh, like, scrutinize his signature so much. They see, oh, reverend Porkchop, signs your license, okay, and preach Porkchop, and then they just, you know, they just accept it. So why is it? See, this was beforehand. We that we before we created the court, people would have their minister marry them, their imam, their sheikh, their prep pastor, whatever. And then when it's time for uh, child support, child custody, or all kinds of issues, they're in front of people that are not of that same faith and not of that same belief system. When it was not a non secular, it was not a secular. Uh, procedure. So it wasn't like the family just went down to justice of peace. No, most families have a ceremony in front of religious person of some kind. So legally, they had to deal with a person like myself who knew that, well, I'm high clergy. That gives me the right to um, to deal with arbitration um mediation and all kinds of adjudication as um i'm the person that married this family together and they're they have a shahada record or a baptismal or you know they're the bona fide parishioner of this faith so at that point um it law has to work both ways so we know that people are often not really provided 
real justice and especially in family court situations. So yes. when we find that the EMAM, that's a popular EMAM, let's say in Philadelphia, we had the pop a couple of popular EMAMs that trained in our court. Nobody's going against the popular EMAM. The hardest Muslim brother in Philly is still, if the EMAM tells him to pay $40 a week, he's going to pay it. They're not going to argue about it or nothing. Right? So when it is that minister that is from that faith doing the child support, child custody, or whatever that means, is a thousand percent more restorative to justice. It's a thousand percent. A lot of families won't get divorced. You know, a lot of the baby mama, baby daddy drama is is nipped in the bud. So um, that's where, um, excuse me. that's where this is so instrumental and where we have an alternative family court where they actually let us use the largest courthouse in Philadelphia. They let us use a, a room or two inside the criminal justice center, which it, you know, at the time was the largest courthouse in Philly and a place that I couldn't stand with all my heart and soul as a young person growing up. Of course, this is like the, the courthouse of terror. And <laughs> yeah. So, so imagine me getting awarded courtroom 304 and, and, uh, that, yeah, that was on a seven right there. 304 is seven. So, so it was like, you know, so very instrumental because as a chaplain, I became a Morris chaplain and an interfaith chaplain. So I would be able to go to jails and prisons and, 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 and get people out and go to court for them, all kinds of stuff. And I realized that most of the Moors around the country are at best doing what I call the Moorish law firm degree. And the Moorish law firm degree just means that when they get people that they help and try to, you know, assist them with their uh, protection of their rights and immunities, they often just do it in a way where, you know, they just help them with some documents and tell them to go help them battle the court or something and so we knew that hey in order to get a jury of your own peers you're really gonna have to create that venue create that court and since it's everybody fun. has a right to religion see the problem of Lee had it as a civic organization first from 1913 to 1925 so obviously something about religion must be very strong for him until 1925 say since the work is largely religious, it's going to now not just be about civics and nationality. It's going to be a, our actual religion now. Yeah. So because what happened is, I can only imagine him knowing basically that the foreign venue, the Albions, are not always going to observe your civic and nationality rights because even people that never forgot their nationalities, they're sending bombs over there, bombing them out every day. So what? They didn't forget their nationality. They still hate them. So he knew that, oh, I have to give them another side of that coin as a protection, which is the religion thing. Because what happens is now, if they ever tell you to take off your kimar, your turban, or your little yarmulke, or whatever your little religion is, now their whole system unwinds instantly. Because 
uh, their little Wizard of Oz type of flow is based off of Catholicism. And so every last county and jail and fire department is Irish Catholic. The police are Irish Catholic and all that. They hire some Asiatics and some and some Japanese people nowadays. But if you don't know like I know, it's still just Catholic charities on the low. Islam. Islam. So what I did was I walked with that. It's not a secret, but let's just say I walked with that heavy information to know that, oh my stars, the stuff that the people like, you know, Tostri Bay and all these people say, these people that watch them have no idea what they're really saying. So they miss the point and they always are getting it wrong when it's kind of more simpler, like the guy is saying it, where they're trying to like, do this heavy paperwork, but not really realizing that the highest jurisdiction in the galaxy is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all sovereignty flow from Allah. So if you not talking about Allah and his angels like the prophet said, Jesus, Buddha, Confucius, Muhammad, and all that, etc. And you're not talking about Jibrael, Mikael, and all that. You have no defense. of You have no claim to nothing sovereign. Only sovereignty man shares is that Allah himself is sovereign. And as we as the vice gerents, because remember, Adam Salatu Salam was, was the first caliphate because he was told, oh, you know, Allah said, Oh, I'm not doing nothing. You going to be me down on the physical plane. I'm not getting out of my cursey, out of my seat. So, Adam, you name the animals and give them their titles and you tell them what they are because you you are the Lord of the physical plane. You're going to be me down there. So he had. So now that's where Adam Salatu Salam got his sovereignty from the holy breath of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there's no when you defending yourself, you trying to make that kind of claim. Oh no, you I knew that I couldn't use anything but Allah, but you can't you can't go there and talk about oh you have a treaty and some other kind of nonsense that's second and third dairy. See. Islam. Islam. So we had to open up an institution that would allow us to deal with our uh most egregious situations where they're attacking us from most moors are not are like not doing anything nefarious or anything so the only type of legal situations with the system that they might and with the matrix that they might get into is family court issues in general for the best more could get into something like that because it's just designed in that way so we knew that opening up the family court was the court that even the federal government, which I had to deal with Homeland Security, FBI, and all of them, and they had to press my palm and be like, wow, it's amazing that you, you get to do it. My language is, my everything is right and exact. And the jurisdiction is, they even asked me, what is the source of your jurisdiction? Now, that's a, like a, that would be in Guantanamo Bay, Morris. Well, I well, I, well, I, I wouldn't be here to talk, bro. I wouldn't be here to tell you the story, G-Money, I'm telling you. Yes. The only reason I'm here to tell a story, Moors, is because I was well prepared for that question. Yes. Yeah. And to the fact where my bailiff and everything at the time, I'm high honors to Commander Farouk Bay, high honors to him. When I got that invite to the FBI, they was like, all the Moors was like, oh, we can't go. I said, y'all hostile Moors can't go anyway. Because, you know, they was like, 
you know, they 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 too hostile. I said, I know y'all my security. I, y'all got to be hostile. That's why y'all can't go. Yeah. So I'm going. Plus, they this is my moment of truth. I created this court, and and I that's, that that broke world history. So they gotta they gotta check me. They gotta see what's up. Oh, you know what I mean? So when I go down there, sure enough, that's the, the million six million dollar question. What's the source of your jurisdiction? But it's right in the Zach because the source of our jurisdiction to do these things come from Allah. And they come from what? I got to tell them that what? Oh, 1982 was the year of the Bible. So y'all, y'all the one, not me. Y'all the one Congress in Washington, D.C. said everything in the Bible is true. Y'all did it to benefit the European conservative Christians in Florida and all of that. But, oh, well, y'all didn't know more American Muslims would ever be here, but we're here. So y'all did that in 82. Oh, well. Uh, so I, 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 that's what I told him. So that became public law 97-280. So that means that they said that the, God, that, 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 that the Bible is the undisputed word of God. Ooh. <laughs> so if they did that, 20 years later, well, whenever I came in 2012 and wrote it. So in 2012, when I picked up 1982 law, I was drunk. I was like, I had drunk 18,000 beers or something. That's instantly drunk. I was so, so, so happy with Allah's grace. Are you kidding me? So I'm reading like, oh my goodness, I know what to do. Oh, because they're saying, oh, so that Moabites and the 12 tribes of Israel. And oh, that means we're leaders of the free galaxy. <laughs> oh, so that means everything that the prophet said is true and legally binding. And since he gave us himself as a prophet and he gave us a holy book, he gave us a divine prescription that is a medicine, a scripture, is a prescription. And that medicine from that doctor, the original Dr. Drew, gave his people a particular Islam, a particular, you know, uh, a medicine, a prescription. Now, that is what you get to be protected under your own vine and fig tree under federal law now. He, he was so masterful to Prophet Drew Ali because he had in 1925 say, well, I have to be their prophet in the religion, not just as a civic organization since 1913. No, this becomes a religion in 1925 because the only way they're going, when the European get really greasy, it, it, the religious rights is the only thing. But if they got to go by the more for the Muslims from the East, the, the, the pale Arabs like they do every day. They're going to tell you, you ain't can never Muslim enough for them. So they box you out. Everybody going to box you out if you ain't going to have no salvation. So the prophet say, oh, since the United States since the First Amendment says that we are interfaith is the bomb and everybody gets to be. The, oh, well, good. Well, I'm going to be their prophet. Allah's going to be their God. And then I'm going to give them a holy book and a particular prescription because people say he plays right. He, no, he never said he said he had uh, what he said. Divinely prepared. Because you prepare prescriptions, brother. <laughs> Islam. That's what doctors do. So as a spiritual doctor, a metaphysician, right? As an Egyptian adept, whatever they were trying to say, then he put that prescription together. That's So now him giving you up, that triangle is so tough. That pyramid, he gave you Allah. Then he gave, that's your God. He gave you himself as a prophet. And that third triangle, he gave you a scripture a prescription now federal law anything in that circle seven you could go to sleep with flip-flops no it don't matter you can stand on it 
they have to deal with you because nope, you have a you have your own vine of fig tree, and nobody this is America, baby. And you get to stand on. Ain't that deep? And I won federal cases on that. More is Islam. 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 That's beautiful. More. And I'm so glad you shared that. And um, just want to reiterate why it's it's so important for Morris to know that we we can't leave the religious aspect out. You know, Ooh. like you know, more. I mean people are coming into the information and i respect it i know where they're coming from i know where i was at but you know we can't leave you know, that out that's yeah. where the salvation is you know from from our perspective as, as our prophet established it um pr promoting economic security is is um is a part of our religion getting Man, our you know, know that, <laughs> that right? is so beautiful the prophet said we shall be secure in nothing until we have economic power he said in connection with our religious aims and beliefs we must promote economic security so that means what you know the businesses could be he under the gave both sides that's a of, the part of our religion he gave yeah. His, yeah he gave us everything and so it's See, it's really important i hope more are listening you you can't leave that aspect out See? it's very important to come in do the work on cleaning ourselves up. I know that's the hardest part, but to come in because that's where the salvation is more Islam. I'm so glad you shared that. Yes. Yes, more and because we was the most non-religious Moors in the galaxy. That's why more can't tell me nothing. I no, know it. we yeah. was the whole we was the we was the god bodies of life. We was the Philly Wu Tang. Like we met Wu Tang, we battled them. We chomped them in the streets of Philly when they came. You know they dick people where they from, but you know we was gods. Of so we was the most non-religious people in the galaxy. Kid me? It's yeah. just that we had to have hikmah, which is wisdom in Arabic, because knowledge is infinite. You can mental masturbate forever with some information, and you ain't gonna never be effective. It's the second factor of how you apply that knowledge, the wisdom degree that applied knowledge. So we had to say, well, hold up. Hikmah says that, okay, the holy birth. Because see what happened was when we saw that we had our universal flag that was the seven, five points, you know, seven and with the uh, sun, moon, and stars, the five percenters, all that. And then, you know, if he had crowns with tassels on them, like Kufi's tassels, then we, but then we got hit the more science. And the, and the Moors came to us because we was the baddest gods in the galaxy. The Moors stepped to us, all the elder sheiks. We found out, oh, the original version is the Fez and the and the and this seven that we love so much on the universal flag come from the Prophet Noah Ali. <laughs> yes. We said, well, hold up, God. We scientists, so we ain't stupid. So he was like, well, hold up. That we got to. This is what it's about because. That's bringing the old to the new, you know, and so, so that's the young Moors don't know. They don't have no excuse. No, we you can't be more non-religious than us. We bombed you. We bombed every preacher, every imam in the street. We beat every Masons cried when they see us. We know all the Masonic steps. We killed them in the street. We was when we was seventeen and nineteen and stuff. We was vicious. We looked like thugs, and then they would come up. We do all the Masonic sides. They would run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we were yeah. like crazy. We had fun like that. We looked just like thugs and stuff. And our people, they was thugs too. But then we were just that. Was, so we was most. So you could be more non-religious than us. So we we could remember Allah and Zikr Allah and come home to our Allah and Dayla. And you, then you, we, that's why we be looking at the young Moors. Oh well, you can think you do it Allah with Allah Yahweh. You think you better than Jesus if you want to. 
But okay, <laughs> Jesus, 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 the master teacher. He's the one that showed you how to get us. The planet been on quarantine for millions of years. Only Jesus and Buddha, and a couple people represent people who's able to get off the cycle of birth, death, and reincarnation. They only them symbols. So you can be, you, I don't know how you'd be better than Jesus. So they don't want to come home to the real power. They thinking it's not about Allah and Jesus and all that. Yeah. So, yep. So I, I mean, definitely <laughs> I relate, man. I I relate too. And um, and more y'all need to read Surah 2 Ayah 30 so you can really know how this applies to you, especially if you out here trying to beat somebody up with the paperwork. It's like, look, you 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 can't even really explain how you have any power that you're claiming to have. You, you have to know what you're standing on. See? And um, you know, I'm yeah, I'm so I'm, I'm real glad that you brought that up. I know um more is interested in this chart that's up here. Um want to know what what's going on, um, what, what this is about. So um did you uh create this Moorish American uh jurisdictional chart? Yes, I did. Islam and I passed that as a fatwa as a grab mufti. I, I issue fatwa, which are edicts that are ruling rule, rulings in the religious world, and and so in the Islamic world, they're fatwas. In the Christian world, they're called papal bulls. And so, it, fatwas are authored by me, but also they've been authored by any mufti in the, in the field, which has been very powerful. Because a lot of muftis see what goes on in their temples and their neighborhoods and their stores and all this kind of stuff. And they're the ones that really kind of bring back or somebody can bring it to the mufti and, you know, and that mufti brought it to us. And we issue a lot of times, whoa, that's deep. And then we make an and then as a grand mufti, I make an official ruling on it so that lawfully, legally, that you, we could use that instrument later and we, we could do defend ourselves or whatever we need to is a ruling on it and even in a foreign venue that Europeans had to deal with that religious ruling too. Islam. So how how would you enforce um a religious ruling like um if, if we could speak on that like speak um dealing with people from outside of our community? Well the fortunately the European man is such a simple minded creature that he's going he has his mojo how he likes to do things so it's not any of our if we had if the other guy on the other side was it was a chinese man it'd be different but since he's an albion oh we can triangulate him okay you know so they only going to deal with the fact that there's so many moorish fractions in the country and moorish confusion that people have caused for some good some a lot of bad reasons but even some people had to do certain things too uh so it's a mixed bag of nuts in that sense um but for as far as the europeans are concerned they don't like anybody they don't like you they don't like me so their (laughs) thing is either yeah that's that's true they (laughs) just don't like anybody so you got to know that it's not personal it's not like dealing with another asiatic where you can get where it's so much like all these different grades of emotions and everything it's not with them they don't like none of your darkies or whatever so when they deal with the moors and the moorish americans they're only going to deal with it militarily in a sense that they're only going to want to deal with the people who got their thing together and they have the best broadest sweeping policies see 
So a lot of my job is a became a policymaker because I don't have the the finances accessible at my fingertips right at this point right now. And then I didn't have any clout or any kind of manpowers of certain types of levels to be in the enforcement. So what happens is my edicts always, you, you know, it, it just all, it just became this way over 20 years, solar years of writing. Cause I got nationalized in 98 and I started this missionary work in 2006 so since 2006, I've been writing like this. So over after so while, you know, you it becomes the art where you could solve it in one sheet of paper. So what happens is it gets enforced because as far as the Europeans are concerned, that I have the best solution that is not adversarial at all. I got they, I gotten calls different federal agents and they like, yo, magistrate. They told me all the Native American chiefs in the Delaware Valley hate your guts, all the regular Indians and stuff, right? Because you know I claimed the mound, right? On the back of the dollar pyramid, back of the dollar bill. That whole site you saw, Ben Franklin, I claimed all that, bro. Uh -huh. It's called Shackamaxim Mound now. So anyway, they're digging in that underneath that mound for 20 years. That's why I claimed it, because they're digging our ancestors' bones and relics underneath that pyramid site, bro. So it's wow. not like I claimed it and I got some juice or power. No, the Fed saw that the museum is actually still for another 14 years from now. You know, they're still digging. They dig. They dug for six years and they're still digging. So I told the feds, riddle me this. Why are they digging for 20 years and not six months? So the feds yeah. was like, what? And I was like, yeah, well, they got 200 million on y'all watch. And I'm sure you got some out of that 200 million. I know y'all feds gave them at least 10, 20 million of that. So they under your jurisdiction and I'm making a claim. So they yeah. looked it up. They was like. Yeah, we did give them out 15, 20 million. I said, I figured. So then I'm invoking a claim since y'all gave them some of the dang 200 million because they obviously digging my ancestors' bones out of that piece. So they came down on the museum like a ton of bricks and I claimed that whole area. So now, um, uh, but I was, I, I, that's just on another note. But on the enforcement side, there, so, oh, so when they, so when I did that, of course, all the half breed and, you know, our cousins and them redskin Indians and stuff, they, they, uh, they got so upset about me doing that federal claim, of course. So when I got talked to the federal agents later, they was just like, yo, yo, L, you know, you know, they hate you with all their heart and soul, all the chiefs. And I said, yeah, well, what that mean? He said, no, we don't care. We could care less. This is what National Park Service say. Well, guess why? They said the way you negotiate makes you achieve. Wow. There's yeah. there's no there's no body that ever could make tell us the claim about this pyramid. It became like a national treasure movie, and national treasure was shot in Philly. And so I came with a real national treasure movie talking about the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill, and they went and verified it, G. So they was like. Them red Indians can say whatever they want, but the more story about Philadelphia got to be preserved because I claimed the pyramid site, G, and that was what it was and is. And so they was like, all the chiefs can hate me all day, but I got to be a primary chief in Philadelphia for the Moors here because I took the to throne and I didn't take it like by force. I was I had contract with the museum and everything, and I put the claim on it, and none of them half-breeds knew nothing about that pyramid site or nothing about Ben Franklin Packway with them flags, nothing about that Yoni, nothing about that, nothing, no, 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 no. 
<laughs> Islam. Islam. So the Feds right. said they they don't know nothing about them stories, and we verified them. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so so that Islam. So so the thing is, the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. So are we lost our nationality in Philadelphia? So it's going to be some high power moors all over the country and all over the empire, really. But it's going to take the first spiritual push coming out of Philadelphia since we do, this is where we lost our nationality from. It's going to take the Philly Moors to get their thing in at, at first because we they fell first was doing that nutty stuff. So last should be first, first should be last. So when I came with the court, I came with the prophecy. That's That was when they asked me the FBI. That was a part of it. Revelations chapter 3, verse 7. I'm the angel in the church of Philadelphia. I fulfilled that, that prophecy right there. It's so I opened open up the interfaith court. So now we can all opened up our Moorish Science Temple because we might not all have interfaith constituents like me. I have constituents from all walks of life that are Muslim, Hebrew, Israelite. I mean, all of them, they all want them, you know, the major city like Philly, they like, oh, that's the Moor. I, I, I don't care if I'm not. I, they still want to be with us when it gets when it gets dangerous, you know, yeah. which is which is great. But praise Allah that at least the streets loving us. So, so now we telling them, but if you don't have an interfaith court, just as Moors, we run our chapter 29, our magistrate and subject court. Because remember, Moors were very confused because the sheiks in the temples didn't really understand their power. So they didn't know that they, that a sheik is a lawman, but they're saying, I don't, I don't do law, but it's like, hold up. Act, uh, the first line in, in chapter 29 says that uses the word sovereign and said that the, the magistrate is sovereign. Islam. So they're saying that the Moors don't use the word sovereign, but the Circle 7, the prophet himself, I told them that they, low self, they had low self-esteem. They never thought that, even as a sheik, they never thought that they would become a judge, a magistrate. <laughs> so they never even read that chapter. They can't yeah. tell me they read it. If they read it, they would have read the first line at least because it's the word sovereigns in the first line. So you couldn't have told me that Moors have nothing to do with sovereignty, yet the Prophet of Lee is saying the magistrate is sovereign in, in Circle 7. Come on now. So it's just that we don't have European sovereignty. We have Islamic sovereignty, which means Allah himself is sovereign. Alhamdulillah. And we share in that as the caliphates and then as the believers. Islam. So our nation becomes sovereign at large. So we have to train up e each other we have to get the training so that we could take our place amongst the fairs of men because in these interfaith circles in every city there's an interfaith conference every month and they have all kind of religious bodies there and nationalities and they never have a more there so when you go there and you're trained to write things to say and you you can now you're going to be bringing all the resources back to your hood to your temple you it's been sitting there the whole time and then I talk to the emails. I'll be like, y'all ain't even right because they be like, I know a, a, a more from South Philly. I'll be like, but y'all ain't banging with us because y'all be going to Jerusalem with these people, having all these resources. You ain't never told the Moors to come. None of this, but yeah. it's really still our fault too because we say it ain't about religion. We 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 just all over the place with it, so it makes the people hard to help us too. But this chart, more importantly, is about the harmonizing because. When every Moore is looking at Moors on the internet and they're saying, so myself, I'm not a scholar in Moore science. I'm a governor. So the scholars are so um, concerned with one person being white, right, and the other person being wrong that they don't really get the 
best of the information and the and the, and the, what, what we call the saving power. So they have a lot of information. There's no saving power there because it's not placed in mathematical order. You know, when you're doing yeah. any kind of algebra, you got to do parentheses first, and there's the order of operations. You can't just start dividing. You got to do add, add multiplication. You know what I'm talking about? Exactly. Yeah. So that's what's going on. When you look at one group of Moors online or wherever they are, uh, this group is saying, well, we do this and then everybody else is wrong. Now, me, as the National Grand Mufti and as the Caliph of the Moors National Republic, I'm going, both of these people, everybody on the table is saying the right thing, but they think that everybody else is wrong. This is the part. So this chart is harmonizing off of that. It's, it's harmonizing energy saying, no, it's not that everybody else is wrong. It's just that your group of Moors is only focused on this issue and you don't realize that the European system is only a mirror image, a Masonic mirror image of Moorish science and a Moorish government. So just like they have a local, a state government and a federal level, we have all three of those in higher levels in our free Moorish society as well. So what happens is, you just didn't know that your group was really good at and concerned with like these most like it's all about gold and silver. You know, okay. So we realized that you're only dealing with federal level or international issues. We couldn't get that group of Moors to talk about daycare if you paid them. They don't <laughs> yes. want they don't want to talk those more to talk like that, but they acting like the people talking about daycare is somehow wrong. But no, oh, it's not that. It's just that. That that group that's talking about daycare might be a Moorish state level society, state level institution. Why do we say that? Because when a person gets food stamps as a United States citizen, it's not the city government that gives them food stamps. No. And it's not the federal government giving food stamps. It's their state giving the food stamps. So the state cares about your welfare. See? So yeah. the so so if you're so we say that, oh, oh, you're this group, you're 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 you know then that, that's because you're an empire agency. Because we need Moorish municipal a, uh, group, municipal agencies. We need Moorish state-level institutions, not Moorish state. We need Moorish federal-level institutions, and we need Moorish empire-level. But they're already there. All I did was say that, hey, you guys only care about Dr. Sabi and all that. You guys are basically the health department. You can't front like you're not, because every time we talk about monetary issues, you'd be like, money doesn't matter. You know, it's like, wow, okay? So, you are really the health department, but we're not beefing with anybody. We know that we need all departments. It's just that departments don't know that they're just departments or they're just one jurisdiction of the Moors society. They're the federal level Moors. These are the Moors that are handle municipal level issues. That's and just, I, yeah. yeah, just listening to, to what you're saying, I see how that could work because um, one of the things, uh, one of the challenges is that all of these various institutions, uh, or many of them, um, they want to assert themselves as the head, like the central figure of the entire movement, and 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 um, assert that their their institute comprises all aspects of our government. Mm. And so, like you know, what you're saying, man, that that makes sense. Yeah, because it's so hilarious because it's you can't tell them. If you say somebody makes them more empire. They, I, my, they, some of my homies, I can't get that more to talk about a municipal issue. Listen, politics is start all politics is local, so you can't be a, a part of an empire and not have a block captain. No, you have to have a family first, 
The be you know politics start like this. You're 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 in within your own physical body. Go downstairs, please. Within your physical body, you are maintained and organized. So now that's within yourself. Then you marry somebody. Now y'all harmonized. Now you have a family. After the family, you have a band. Then you have a clan. Then you have a tribe. Then you have a nation. Then you like after you have a couple kingdoms. Because if you have an empire, you have to have three at least three sultans. And as the sultans are hanging out doing Moorish business, the sultans realize the three or more sultans realize, hey, all our kingdoms touch lands, and you know we all Muslims, so you know basically we got an empire. Who wants to be the emperor? And then one sultan says, yo, I had a new baby. And I'm going on vacation for a year and a half. My kingdom run on autopilot. I'm not being nobody emperor, nothing. Don't bother me. So then we say, oh, okay. So a few sultans have to get together. And then we all pick up out of those three or four sultans. Oh, this one, he's available and he's with it. Then he could be the emperor because we all was cool with that. So these people be emperors and they don't have no more kingdoms. I can't point to the sultans that got money that their sultans devoted them in. Islam, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, what's the, you know, yeah. so I gotta you're like, what are you talking about? Some people, I'm not saying that it's not out there totally. I've met some very powerful Moors, so I'm just saying most of it, though. You know, in general, then all these people at Amber, eh, you they, them sultans be balling out, and they just choose one of them. Yo, I guess I'll do it. And they be like, yo, but you don't know. You think the emperor is so powerful. It's just, no, the sultans are powerful. That they just pick one of them just, is just in the right mood. And they're like, yeah, you know what? I'll do it. And they're like, yeah, let's just vote him in as the emperor. And they just, because uh, we don't want to do it. We Our kingdom's on autopilot. We get money. We know we might, gosh, I might have two more extra wives. Who knows? I can't do it. So, but uh -huh. this chart is putting everything in order to say, you Moors are only focused on this. So that makes you a more state level agency, whether you know it or like it or not. This makes you a more. So what happens is it puts the circle seven, the temple, because Moors don't really know. A lot of it is the vocabulary and that they know the vocabulary, but they don't know that the religious vocabulary is the most powerful one, because that's why the prophet set you up for success in that way. So the word temple actually means municipality or village or township. Wow. So that should be a clue to you. At the bottom of this chart is showing you the colors. Red means federal level. White in the middle means municipal. So basically, Act 1, see, I went to Baltimore and did a, a speech with a lot of grand sheiks in that area, and I had to tell them, look, everybody's missing Act 1. It says make law and enforce law. That means that any more institution that you need to create, you get to vote it in with the, with the help of the Morrisons. Grand body and a prophet and all that. Oh my stars! So, the, the making law means you get to have a Congress and a whole legislative body. Enforcing law means you get to have a court and a police department and a whole nine. So within Act One, there is you got your whole legislative and judicial and executive branches right there. And since the United States is dealing with religion, right to religion. And they can't stop you because like everything's Catholic charities, whether you know it or not. So if they dare tell you to take off your little key mark, they, they, everything's going to fall apart for them, too. Islam. So the prophet gave you a whole religious jurisdiction under the 
what we call Herd's revised statute. It was encoded in under the Religious Corporations Act. See, let's go juicy. Because remember, I had to deal with FBI. They're like, well, what's the source of your jurisdiction? Oh, the religious corporate, the prophet moved in Illinois. And they asked the prophet, why did you move the temple to Chicago? And he said, oh, because um, the laws were more favorable there. And what that was basically interpreted, especially myself, I could say this by, by having to live out the works myself, is that, yes, the, at the time, Illinois had the Religious Corporations Act on a book, which said that religious body politics were sovereign, could have their own universities, police districts, whatever, the whole nine. So the prophet, the only two institutions that benefited from it was the prophet of Ali and the Catholic Church. Those are the only two people that moved their institution there to, to benefit from that law. See, so that's why it's masterful that, see, whenever we was coming up in more science, we used to say, well, it's like seven temples in, in Philadelphia. Why is all of them named temple number 11? And the elder Moors really couldn't explain it and tell us. <laughs> but over the years, yeah. I realized because I learned this part that the word means city. Do you know anybody that moved to, uh, that lived in New York, support corporate? Is they're ever from New York territory? Do you know anybody? Can you, can you say that again, brother? You know anybody from New York Corporation territory? Oh, yeah, yeah, my wife. Yeah. Okay. So now you know they don't have no names at the school. The school is called PS125 and all that. That's right. Yeah. Why is that? Because yeah. they're giving a generic name to the school. Basically, they're saying, like, public school is for orphans, so we don't give it a name. We're just going to give it <laughs> wow. school number 12, school public school yeah. number 18. You see what wow. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But that's not – I'm just saying that in a negative way. But it doesn't have to be in a negative way. The Prophet of uh sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he has said he had did it that way in a positive way. Because when he said Baltimore is temple number 13, and you walk around Baltimore, you're like, why is every temple in Baltimore is temple number 13? Why? Because temple means city. So when he's saying this city or village number 13. Islam. Just like he's, because that, that, so then I realized, oh, so this temple is temple number 11-1, and this is 11-2. They're like, yeah. Oh, so, oh, this is. Oh, so what he did was carve out a jurisdiction for you by calling the the districts, the legal districts of his citizens, he called it the word temple. Yes, and by calling it temple means that it makes that building a city hall. It makes the executive rule. That's why he said the grand chief and the chairman. Then he come the mayor and the chairman of city council. They're right there. Boop. For any Muslim. So that's why the temple's in the center of that chart. That's how the sheiks are supposed to dish it out. And we're all supposed to be go to the temple third, so-called Thursday night justice day, whatever we call it. And, and uh, you know, that be more court night. And then when you ain't got to go to Albion court, it's child support, it's court, even it's regular court. You got to go there. See, that's your city hall, that temple. Because temple means village. And that's when the chairman did it. See, so that's where the protection is. Then, after your status is acknowledged and fully protected, then you can turn around and wear them out on offense by mentioning treaty and mentioning United States Code and mentioning all these things that you think are really 
cute and important. No, Allah is protected. Oh man, Islam, we we lost the brother too. Right while he was going in, I I'm not sure. I think the brother's connection must have went out. But um, the brother was building on that. Um, right now we're building on the chart that the brother prepared. Moorish American jurisdictional chart um, showing how all of this could work. And instead of coming with the division, which a lot of Moors want to do, all those Moors are in folly. They, you know, they wrong. These Moors are wrong. Moors saying the temple's wrong. You know, everybody's coming with this same, um, with this same approach, and it, it's not working. So I, you know, appreciate the brother. He's He's showing how it can work, and um, instead of coming with the division, he's showing how it could work as a collective. So um, I would appreciate if you more would hang on so we can get this brother back on. Make sure you like and share this video, though. All right? Everybody watching, make sure you click the like and share button, and we're going to do what we can to get this brother back in here. All right? But everybody click like and share, and we will get him back on. It, right when the brother was was going in, the connection got kind of shaky. So don't go anywhere, Morris. <clears throat> Matter of fact, we're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> See the symbols and signs. New era, it's all sublime. Put it all in my rhymes, and if you're seeking, then I know you're gonna find. New era, it's so divine. I put my life on the line. Allah made me, so I'm built for the grind. New era, the truth to find the seven chakra in line. I feel we finally coming out of a bind. New era, everyone, make sure to go to 40daymastersystem.com to get an incredible system that's packed with power. You can listen to it from any device, phone, laptop, anything, right, that you can play MP3s on. There's audio. There's an audio book that you can listen to as well as neuro-linguistic programming that is designed to help you change your life. Check out these awesome real testimonials from real people all over the country as well as international. We have the United Kingdom on here. We have several states, the entire country covered real people have used this to improve their life including me and my wife we actually created this and we actually use this every year and we're living an incredible life and i just wanted to share this with everybody so make sure you go to 40daymastersystem.com it's really easy um you can get it you can download it to your phone you can put it on your computer anywhere where you can play mp3s and it's only 1995 and you get it instantly right and it's amazing and um 
It's powerful. You can put it everywhere. Go to 40daymassystem.com. All right. Um, Islam looks like the brother's back. Islam. Islam. Not sure what happened, but you were going in, brother. Oh, man, yeah. my battery died. You know how I was going in there swimwear. Islam. Islam. But, yeah, I appreciate it, brother. Um, You you were you were really building on how the like the prophets set the temples up basically as you know as cities or as towns as a, as a city hall of sorts that represents the center point of the village basically islam yes islam. and so that's something that because when i went to trenton new jersey i used to build with a sheik out there honest uh sheik tardil and so being that we were in Trenton, that's also the capital of New Jersey corporate. So it also has all these institutions that are not in nowhere else in Jersey. So riding around the state capital of any state, I'm sure, is just juicy for more like us, right? So Islam. Yeah. So so we do on the sheiks, you know, we you know, so we you know we heavy, so we ride around state capital. We like, whoa, this is juicy. So we go, they have an office of government of of government and townships. What? So you know <laughs> we you know the moors, we like, oh, pull over, let's go. We're going in there. Yeah. Yeah. Under intelligent town, though, under intelligent town. So we go in there, we build with them, and they every township in New Jersey is registered in that building. That's the office that they communicate with basically and i'm like whoa so we read in their dictionary under the guard of a government language when they crack we, we just you know how we are we cracking through all the books whatever we could find while we in that office yeah so uh you know we doing our little recon so we crack that book and it's sure enough in their vocabulary in governmental language or parlance the word temple is synonymous to village, township, or municipality. We had we like to have died and went to heaven right there. Wow. He was like, wow. In governmental language, temple is this stuff that can't you can't find a black's law dictionary somehow. You know what I mean? They gotta get more, you know, more just only got these little cookie cutter stuff, you know. But yeah. you gotta get out more, you know. So we say hey, governmental language, temple means village. Oh my stars. So we get it, more science temple, temple number blah, say blah, whoa. Temple means city. That's wild, yeah. Means village, means township. So that's why every temple in Baltimore is temple number 13, because it's city number 13. It's PS, public school number 20, isn't it? They just using generic name for the city instead of calling the city Philadelphia. He called it Temple Number Eleven, City Number Eleven, like like just like the public schools in New York are called. You know, I'm, I think they're trying to give them names now, but you know, they, they're really PS Twelve, PS Hundred Twenty, and all that. Wow, brother, man, gratitude for sharing that. That's that's a that's the first time I heard that too. See, you said that was in the um in the dictionary that was in the. Uh, the government building for um for governing the villages and townships say it again did you say that that was in the a dictionary that was in the the government building for for governing the uh the townships yeah it was the government it's the office of 
like townships and municipalities. And we're like, oh, hold up. We're like an office of. So we we immediately translated that. Well, all the townships, the thousands of townships in in New Jersey corporate, they're registered in there and they have to answer to them or they, you know, you can't be a township unless you register your township with this building, basically. Wow. But like when you start like me, you because you know how it is. You and your best buddies, y'all got forty acres, and then you say, "Well, who gonna be the mayor? Who gonna be the sheriff?" This is what the Albions do, and then they register an office like that, and that office, you know, give them a zip code and carve up the land, you know, and carve up the land for them, but you know, do the little um, help with the city planning and all that. Yeah. Wow. So that's what the prophet said. I can give you more towns and villages and all that, and he did. For for different times, different moors in Morristown, New Jersey, in Connecticut, F. Turner Hill, different moors have had dozens and dozens of acres over years. It's just that by the 80s, um, the drugs and all of that had made the movement so dormant. But we give high honors to the fact that those sheiks kept all the doors open for the 100 whole years and they never closed it. That's the main thing we got to give my honors for is that. That's right. Now that we are coming back to take over the nation, I and mean, their elder moors are going to sit in the back and all that. Yeah. We still got that. That is them. amazing. Uh, just want to put that in perspective. That that is amazing that that some of the moors held the faith that you know they kept the doors open and it's didn't amazing. let this thing disappear from the planet. Because you know, just from conventional, just. Um, I wouldn't even say wisdom, but just conventional thought. You you would you would think this thing was dead. You know, 1960, 1970s, you know, as time's going by, you would think it was over. But you know, there were some more that held the faith, they kept to it. Ain't that something? And so we That's can't powerful. we can't diss those religious moors just because you know, sometimes they so darn religious it's just a headache. But we still have to, even though they're a headache, you still got to give them high honors. And give them their flowers because, um, like you said, every Friday and every Sunday they went to that temple, opened them doors. So that in 1998, when I woke up into more science, I could walk to the door. I mean, it's amazing. It's so wild. then, 2000, whatever, deep moors could walk to the door. It still was them old moles that was just acting churchified, but they kept them doors open, though. It's a miracle. That's right. Yeah, that, that, that in and of itself is amazing. And, um, you know, I wanted to, to go back into the chart now. Now, did, are you saying this applies to all all Moors here? This applies to all Moors, and groups are not mentioned there, but they would be fitting in one of those color schemes that the legend is explaining in the bottom. And would you say this this also affects the Moors in the in, where in the Koreans? Did you say in the Caribbean? Caribbean, what Central America? What about South America? Is this just particularly, you know, dealing with us? It's not dealing with those Moors because all those Moors are doing like a lot of foreigners do with Americans, period. So they don't make Moorish Americans any different. So they they do stuff where they already have a nationality. They're already Haitian. They're already whatever. They never have forgot their nationality. They're more proud about it than anything. So they never had a, a handicap in that way. 
So uh, they don't. The, the temple still wasn't primarily made for them. Oh, here you go. Ask him over there. So the temple still wasn't primarily made for those people who didn't lose their national. They weren't denationalized. It's it's for those people because see, there are all kinds of moors. There's moors all up and down these shores, but the prophet still had to make a generic form called that Moorish American for those moors who couldn't rem- who forgot to do to all these things that. They are a Seminole more, Cherokee more, a Ghana more, uh, uh, whatever tribe of Sudanese Moors, uh, uh, you know, whatever nationality of Moors that they may be. Yeah. So since the Mort Shrine's temple is not necessarily proposed, it's not for the Moors who I'm all, I was always a Brazilian Moor. Well, okay. Well, they, we still uh, probably maybe let them be member if they're a uh, regular Asiatic. However, it's not like we're going on a wave to do that because I've seen so my findings of Mufti, I've seen so much painful things from those groups because they 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 a lot of them may they glean so much from being a Moor. They'll have the great seal paperwork. They have whatever paperwork and they'll be using it not just not to get deported. Only so yeah. that they will not be deported, and they will a lot of times have very much disdain for a mainland Moorish American, like from the hood, like ourselves. Uh-huh. And they be looking at you crazy, and it's like, well, hold up, I'm a more and more American from the way that the, where the prophet was coming for, and you don't really vibe with me. So in Miami, all right, talk to Dad, talk to Jared. The, the, you t- in Miami, I found that it was dozens and dozens and dozens and umpteen dozens of Haitian nationals that were just using the Moorish paperwork of all different flavors and varieties to just avoid getting deported and to hustle and make money. And so, and so, uh, it became a thing where I saw that. I couldn't help a lot of them, even though I wanted to, because their intentions were so misconstrued in a certain sense. And so charity starts at home. Yeah. It's better yeah. for us to internally, as as people that were once labeled misnomer, Negro, black, and color, straight up and down. The brothers and sisters is coming in, and they didn't have in, that handicap. Now... Because see what happens is my wife, Dr. Poetica Bay, prays a lot for her. She gives me a lot of that history, and I looked it up. I was like, blown away. So many um, brothers from the mainland, uh, you know, um, Africa Central, what I call it. Because, you know, uh, North America is like Northwest Africa. So yeah. but they, be, they be worried about talking about Africa Central over there in Asia Minor. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of those folks got all the grant money, like Harlem and uh, Harlem Corporation, all them areas are now so owned by these different nationals who got all the grant money off the backs of all these uh, black Americans, for lack of better words, that were these denationalized Moors that were what? 
did all this work in the Afro American brand label name. Now yeah. all the uh, guess what? Because the person that's born in Africa uh, and moved to America, that's a real African American. Now they get all the grant money and everything that they let you carve. That your, all our your grandparents all they like, carved out all this Martin Luther King money. And now yeah. they don't get a dime of that money. It goes to all these people from Haiti and let's say, let's say Africa, not Haiti, to all these people from West African countries. And they be turned with their nose up in Harlem in Harlem Corporation looking at people crazy because you can't get no African American money because you was really never the African American. <laughs> wow. So yeah. he's really the African American. And then now He's getting all the money, and they let you wear all these dashikis and stuff. A lot of my friends that were from those countries, we fell out when I first got nationalized, brother. It was crazy. Wow. Because eventually we all are really close over the years, but uh, you know, but it took them a while because uh, because what happens is they were very upset that the gig was up for me, and I couldn't be tempted any further. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's something where um, I, because basically they pimp our people in the Moorish Americans just like the Arabs do, in a sense where they have you wearing their dashikis and their kari shells and all that. But how it's supposed to work when you have, when the prophet says worship under your own vine and fig tree, right? He's yeah. basically giving you everything in one shot. That gives you a jurisdiction. But also that gives you a monetary system because now you ain't got to go around jocking Jay-Z all the time. Who I want to beat my Afrocentric brother and sister. I want red, blue, all this type of stuff. Because yeah. when you come to market, now you can get that dashiki from that brother. But you could trade him or her that, that cotton that come from North Carolina, from Cherokee country, that come from your tribe. Yeah, but you now you're dealing with cultural exchange, and everybody will respect each other and respect you. It's just that the the, the Moors, the denationalized Moors, think they're African Americans, so they get caught up in thinking they're from Africa Central in a sense, and that way people pimp them and make them, you know. So all my buddies, they hated my guts for a couple of years because I didn't believe anymore that I was this African on like on that tip no more. Yeah. And now the pimp game was over. See? And uh -huh. I wasn't... So so what happens is bringing up worship on your vine figatry means that you have your own way that you do things from your tribe, from your nation. And then now, if you want some Chinese rice, you can still get it, but everybody's going to respect you full well because they trade and get your little Moorish, little, you know, water ice and Moorish pretzels, whatever you all do too. Everybody get that too. Yeah, cause see, everybody get a Italian slice of pizza, get a Chinese egg roll, so people are sharing and caring. But yeah. we just don't be having nothing in the market that's Moorish enough. Like I put some holy water, I, I put some soap out there for my daughters, and they got their own soap lines. I just start producing things because it's really about being industrious, like the prophet said. Um, so that's where your nobility come in. That's where you. People slap their noble on their name, and then they wonder why their sovereignty paper was not working. Well, if you never really gave out no food or did anything noble, none of them Albion European Masons is letting you through that door, no matter how good your paperwork is. Because at their little Masonic Lodge, they just got more look just like you and your uncle and them all on their little walls. So 
they know what a real mourn look like. So here, they never heard of you. Your name don't ring bells. They try to put some more paper, Tom Street Bay or, or, or whatever paper you got, or RV Bay Publications, whatever paper you got. They just look triangulate your behind to know oh, is this the best barber in the county? Oh, that's not the guy I was thinking about. Okay, who's this paper come from? Oh, this is the guy, that's that guy who does all the fancy uh, you know, carpentry and stuff. Okay, no, that's not him, okay. And then they keep going down a list thinking that you're a real tradesman. That yeah. you're see see, because Masonically, you can't put noble in the front of your name and you ain't everybody don't know that you for like if something happened, you'd be in the street telling the lady, don't you talk to that lady like that because I'll punch you in the face. Or yeah. you, when, when things happen, you the guy that be coming out, no, nah, don't worry, don't worry, but worry about it. I got $100. We're going to eat a barbecue today. Everybody, no, we're yeah. cooking today. I got I got meat and the whole block going to eat. So uh-huh. if you're not known, like, just straight up and down, not like you're trying to do that. If you're not yeah. known for having certain qualities as the best plumber, the best barber, the best tradesman, this is masonry, see? This is more yeah. science. So if you ain't that Don in your craft or what you do for a living and not what you do for a living more, oh, I teach the paperwork game. I teach more science. Well, okay, that's why we don't trust you because all Moors are industrious. And when you ask us what we do, we have actual skills that we do. Uh-huh. We didn't. We didn't. We don't have just. We don't have only mental skills of whatever. We have skills on the mental plane and on the mind body soul connection. So that's always a tradition. European Masons look at your paper, and then you you ain't even as popular or in as like even a kingpin drug dealer give out turkeys every Thanksgiving. So his name is ringing bells. Harder than yours still. Uh-huh. So they looking like, oh, since the guy that be selling all them drugs, but he trying to build those low-income houses for people. No, that's not him neither. Well, who the hell is this noble saltan guy then? So they <laughs> yeah. so you're making Europeans, they're not sophisticated like that. Mm-hmm. All they know is they look your name up, your paperwork is heavy enough that they look you up and you ain't ringing no bells in no form or fashion to be using that heavy title that you got on the front of your attribute. Yeah. <laughs> if your name was if your name was bringing bells like that, believe me, they gonna be like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah, 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 that's the guy that gives out haircuts every Friday. He has all the kids. They don't have to be Muslim either. Anybody under thirteen, he said it's Holy Day Friday. He just give him a haircut. At least uh, your name would be going. But more than that, even that wise to know that that's is that that's what you have to be doing. You have to be taking your, that. That's your olive branch. You have to be taking your face your. You place amongst the fears of men by being on the hedges of the highways with it. Yeah. Teaching them to repent from sin and learn a lot of hate instead of hate. Because, see, I always do the music ministry. You know, my family, the Bay Band family trust. So we always turning up, praise Allah. You know what I mean? Thank you, Jesus. We just always on the mic doing it because, you know, change the literature via the multimedia because they ain't going to read no book. Islam, yeah. That's right. So yeah. that's how we do it. But you don't have to do it that way. We train you on how to do your signature program, take your hobby, whatever it is. Some people already have a company up and running. We say, yo, just take like the guy at the barber. Be like, yo, just do Fridays and give out free cuts. You you already ringing bells in the ethers. Your paperwork uh-huh. going to work. People don't, they, they doing all this fly paperwork. They ain't never did nothing. Then they think them cracker mates, sorry, they think the European base is going to let them through the door or some noble and they ain't even <laughs> fed nobody. Yeah. You crazy. 
man, that, it's that simple you. though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Start I mean, feeding some people, yeah. start doing some things, do, 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 do. and I bet you when you start talking heavy and saying the treaty this and treaty that, people gonna be like, "Yes, uh, Mister Sir, yeah, okay." But these people that be dishing it out, they don't put Allah first. So they don't be trying to give what Allah want first to get any goddamn thing that they want on the physical plane. They don't never give it up for Allah first or nothing. Oh, man. That that makes a lot of sense. And, I mean, yeah, Yeah. it's a lot of people that's trying to do things maybe for, for, you know, more um, selfish reasons. Um, You know, maybe trying to, um, you know, to change this situation and um yeah i hear you man because you know you, you got to come from love man if, if you're not really standing on the, our, our divine principles nothing's really going to work for you at the end of the day and if you don't even know what the divine principles are you know that's even worse islam so um yeah man i really appreciate you coming on here and um, explaining explaining this chart and just um letting us know what's going on because you know i really think this is something that could work that could help could help to get more people in unit working together um there's so many that just you know want to see their way is the only way and um i mean when you look at it like you were saying with the municipal the state and the federal level you know there's there's no um, big eyes and little use when you ain't look that at something? it like that. It ain't no, and everybody gets a job in this in this model. It's because I, but also too, I gotta say, I went and when I went to the army, the U.S. Army, I served my L on my name. It was like having a protection of Allah Himself on me, and so um, that's where I saw that happen. So when I saw that happen in the military, I said, oh, you mean to tell me, just like Elder Todd used to say and all this stuff, these people is using more science to run all this stuff? Yeah. So I I was in military intelligence. I was an Arabic translator, so I went to Arabic school and all that. So those types of jobs, you get to actually see things you probably wouldn't usually see, which means that Every day I see somebody for the Air Force. Every day I see somebody for the Navy, different places. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so we usually that. So I got to see how those fire, air, water, earth, and uh, work together. And that became a model. And that they call it in the military, they call it the joint services. See? the joint services, but I knew that that was the unification of the mystery schools. For us, I realized what science, oh, so they pulling that from the fire, air, water, and earth. The Marines is fire, the, the Air Force is air. And I saw it, I said, oh my stars, I got it, I see. Because, and it was just like the Elder Moors would say, even Elder Taj and them, it was just like that, just like it. Like, to the point where the different, the only difference between what we do when we're rocking and rolling in our good manner, like, you know, like you might have been to some good Moorish parliaments and whatnot. The only difference between what we do on a high level and what they're doing is they got the money to pay their troops. Ain't that something? That's it. Yeah. But if you knew it was that simple, you would just get with the other Moors and say, oh, what do you do? Okay, well, good. Can you work in me? We all, because it's all job for all of us. We're all good at these things and we're all just have, see, militarily, you learn that everybody has 
the chance to be the leader. So that's why I'm able to write these fat flaws and all this type of stuff. It's mainly because it, I realized, I, I learned that in the military, and it was, you get that training. You're like, oh, so you realize that all these Moors talking about their rights, somebody else is wrong. No, it's just that more, this sister's right, but she just doesn't know she's right for step number five. She thinks she's just right about everything. But no, you're right. When it comes to step number five, sister, trust me, we will come back. Oh, man, Islam said, uh, I'm not sure if the brother's phone went out again, but um, yeah, he, he was going in. We may have to just run this back another day. But um, this is a powerful build, and uh, I just want to ask one more time that everybody watching this, of course, hit that like and share button. If you've already done it, go ahead and do it again. Make sure you like and share this. Help get this information out there. Once again, as I was saying earlier, we're the ones who have to tell our story, who have to um, cover what's going on in the Moorish American paradigm, right? Nobody else is going to do it for us. Nobody else really wants to explain and tell what we're doing, what's going on, um, what's happening with this rise in consciousness, right? With all these Moors all over the country waking up, you know, it's actually amazing. It's, it's powerful and it's amazing that this is happening because it's happening without resources, without the school um, teaching this, you know, in public school, without this being on TV, right? The only time they try to cover it on TV is when they can try to throw dirt on a show some more is getting arrested or something like that. Right. So, you know, it's amazing just that this is happening. And um, once again, totally grassroots without any resources. So it's only us. <laughs> so you really have to put that in perspective to understand how amazing this is. And then that's also why we go hard for this. Like we're passionate about it because it's real. Um, not getting paid to do this. This is a, a labor of love. Okay. So, um, since I did mention that though, Morris, you can send a donation, cash out Morris in America. Um, everybody, make sure you do it, even if you just two dollars, four dollars, five dollars, cash out Morris in America donation. This is totally a labor of love. This is just something that we do because, um, like Morris, like me, we're passionate about it, really believe this is real, and um, I'm really living it. So, this isn't like a game for me, like my family, they're all Moorish American as far as in my household. And so, um, you know, it's great building with other Moors too, who um, are serious and sincere about this. And, um, you know, it's just amazing that we're here and doing this right now and um, seeing ways that we can come together. All right. And then once again, just with us being able to do this <laughs> without resources behind us, you know, this is powerful. And so that's why I'm saying wow. at the very least Moors, click the like and share button. Because as I was saying, we're the only ones who are going to tell this properly, who are going to explain it, who are going to get this information out. So everybody watching should like and share this a couple of times by now. And Islam, brother, you, um, I'm glad you're back. Um, let's yes. look. Um, just I, I don't want you to get cut off again. My only son now, he's born in Miami Beach, Florida. And uh, South South Beach, he's turning so he's turning four like tonight at midnight. So it was like a whole batch of children just showed up. We told no to come back tomorrow for the party. <laughs> and it was like okay. So they you heard you hold the whole like 
Sesame Street Bay band thing going on. <laughs> they're left yeah, well, now. That's, that's they were, great. They come, y'all y'all get tomorrow. to celebrate this weekend. That's 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 going to be amazing. Yeah. And that I'm I'm glad you're there with the family, man. I know what that's like too. We have five children over here, so we wow. you know, always celebrating the birthday or something, man. Always mm, a celebration, right? Right, yeah. So, so I'm man, plugged up, though. But go ahead, man. It's been powerful building with you. Um, to be totally honest, man, I I, I can't recall where you uh, left off, man. Oh, I, I I was basically. Still explaining that chart because see on the left hand the side of the chart, read that chart. That's the most powerful explanations that has never really been said that needs to be said and clarified in that way. I, yes, I, I, yeah. You know, I, I want to ask you a question about that too. Yeah. Um, so on the okay. left is it's mentioned in Moab, um like uh President Day Moab. Okay. And um I, I heard you saying how it's coinciding. Instead of saying it's a coincidence, right? Yes. This is like coinciding evidence. Coincidence of of our uh, connection as as Moors to this land. Could you uh, explain that a little bit for for everyone that's listening? All right, Islam, you still uh, this is still the magistrate M. Sufi Il out of uh, Philadelphia or Sheikh Maxim, and we're reading this Unity Fatwa, and it's uh it's giving. On the left-hand side is given a much-needed uh, clarity of exemplifying why the prophet saying these things and how legally protecting they are, and that they're still all there. We didn't have to go anywhere outside of Allah, even in that the words still land on greatness. See, and so that's what is showing because I, I we've had people who've gotten there. IRS like audit their 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 whole life, and they tried take get you know all the powerful paperwork from all all those groups on that chart gave them paperwork okay, and the IRS was like yeah whatever we still about now you about to garnish your wages and that person made well over a million dollars after taxes or whatever, see, and so they were going to get hit and their whole livelihood would have been gone. But nine months later, after I gave that more one certificate with that more science temple letterhead, that IRS stopped the taxes. No 10 pages, no fancy language, nothing. All them fancy Moorish documents, all these processes and all that. Nope. I get one sheet of paper that shows in the Holy Bible where they shouldn't be taxed at. See? And so what happens is... It was because I used that language that's in that same left-hand side of the chart. That's why I'm getting to that. That's why I'm going there, I'm saying. That left-hand side of the chart, I'm looking for a, a slice of it. But if you could read some of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here, here it goes. Um, okay. Islam, this is the jurisdictional overlay chart for any more adhering to the principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. It's playing in the Mufti's Fatwa for unity. Throughout our villages, towns, cities, districts, nation, and empire, Moors are modern Moabites. Moab is the American Indian country land that is corporately centralized in and around Moab, Utah. Stop. Woo! Huge. Nobody has said that. See, when I talk to the feds, they be like, yo, see, 
that you're just talking heavy because everybody danced around the galaxy, this information, mainly because they wasn't taught by Moors before the internet came out. We learned this style of Kung Fu before Google came out, baby. See, so everybody that got Google to, to learning more science, they kind of a little lazy and they didn't necessarily get root teachings per se. Maybe they did, but most likely they didn't. So they can have a lot of information, but this information is because Moors had to survive before they could quickly pull up some Google or something, right? Imagine that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, for, for the younger Moors out there, y'all y'all don't know anything about that. <laughs> having to go to the libraries and having to get out and meet people and, and travel to get information. Yeah, you had to read real books and crack them and borrow, uh -huh. borrow them and lend them out. It makes Xerox copies hard body and all of this. So, but the main thing is you had to walk with those elder Moors who would teach you the real Jews and that real Moorish wizardry that you would say, oh, with the books say one thing, but when you really got to dunk on a person, this is how you're going to have to let Brian James it for real. Forget what the move with the videotape was talking about. You see. So, uh, uh, so what that being said is that's the piece right there. Cause remember the prophet. Islam, brother. Islam, pardon me. The prophet has said that the Moors are the ancient Moabites. So of course that brings us in the modern time to be modern Moabites. And since we know that, you know, this is Northwest Africa, in that since the north gate all that these are all clues but we didn't know that oh the people that imitate moors are called mormons mormons they're doing a christian version of more science they feel that okay moors you know moors are hebrews and muslims and all that but they feel like in general moors are muslims and muslims have more than one wife so they do the christian version of that with the mormon thing so they move out to Moab to take your place. They like they did trading places movie in Philadelphia, right? Wow! And, yeah. and that's because that's where we lost the nationality. That's where they traded our place. That's where we became black and they became white. Wow! Yeah, and I, so, I didn't know they did that in Philly. Wow! Yeah, and that's where we lost the nationality. It's all about that. So. So y'all, our Moorish movie might be vicious, you know. We've been doing this a while, you know. So, 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 uh, uh, you know, we watch Let's Do It Again and all this stuff, you know. Bill Cosby and Morgan and uh, Sydney Poitier, you know. But the Elder Moors put you onto the real movies, you know. But um, but uh, so so what happens is nobody had realized that that prime meridian was not out in Greenwich, England. Zero the zero timeline starts through Greenwich, England, right? Right? Islam. The, so the timeline back then was run through Moab and Denver and all of that. The day wow. start the day started there. The day started in England now. They made the arbitrary line to zero, right? Zero was at Moab back in ancient time. Islam. See? So that's why Masonically and all of that. The Mormons who imitate Moorish men, the Mormons, and they got the Christian polygamy and all that. They they go to Moab, see, and they take over Moab, Indian country. 
See, so that's why that I gave one sheet of paper and even the IRS said, oh, you just said the right buttons now. Oh, yeah, the Moors and ancient Moors. See, now I'm talking what the prophets talk about, and I could prove it in modern day history, though. Wow. See. So then they got, oop, oop, somebody done stepped in Jew. I was, my, 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 my elders was new to masonry inside and out. So I know I talked to them. And when you line it up like that, they be like, oh, that's the master. Because it ain't philosophical. This lining up, the, these are when all, we lining up stars, all stars aligned. You know what I mean? Brother, yeah. So, but that's why, that, but that Moab Indian country, but go ahead. This next part is very is instrumental to it as well. All right. Let me pull that back up. Okay. Um, all right. In and around Moab, Utah, including all of the United States. Moab in colonial times was referred to as Morocco or the Rock of the Moors. Moab slash Moors. Moab Indian country in imperial times was referred to as Maghreb al Aska, or in the English language, Far West Morocco, Ain't that deep? Far Western place. Woo! That's busting over their head. Nobody ever told the feds that clarity. They kept, you, you could get, you all these Arabs from the East, all these different Muslims, they was all chumping the, the best Moors I know still. I mean, you know, who was answering them right? It was like, oh, how could y'all have a Moorish flag and y'all be Moorish flag when there's already a Moroccan flag and, and all that stuff? And I, I always had the answer, but it's, it's a shame if you didn't, they were, so the people were sheepish about that. They, they didn't, so they couldn't really, you couldn't perfect your full swag with your jurisdiction and whatever you thought you was doing in Moorish science really couldn't really fully work for you if you didn't uh, emotionally not just mentally too you had to emotionally understand how uh we are moabites and all that and how morocco because what happens is how you from morocco tashrik bay telling you you from morocco but then you tell people you morocco that sounds crazy but yeah. not if not if you it don't sound crazy if you know that they both just happen to use morocco in their name yeah See, when I told them IRS people, they had to deal with it because I was the first person to say to them not to be confused with. Uh-huh. Just that alone killed them because they had to be like, wow, yes, if I'm from New England, I'm not being fraudulent. And nobody ever thinks I'm fraudulent just because somebody from England walks in. Well, they both have England in their name. One of them has to be a fake. Yeah. Well, no. One's England, and then some people who are partially blood related, or I guess they think they're blood related. They they move. They I mean they they live thousands of miles away, and they call it New England, but that's not. <laughs> yeah. a, uh, there's they call it New York. That's old York. Uh, they call it New Amsterdam. That's old. That's just Amsterdam. Um, they call it Mexico. They call it New Mexico, but nobody's saying. The, the New Mexico guy is fake or the Mexico guy is fake because they both have Mexico in the name. Exactly. And, no. and as you said, though, one, one of the key things, is, so they think, you know, like it's it's a part of our religion. This is what we believe to be true. Right. Then you stay on that just like the Jews and they gave them a whole land because they said since they believe, since we, we know they're not Falasha 
black as might Jews from Ethiopia or Kush. But they're not from that land. But since they believe they're Jews by religion, we're going to kill the Palestinians and we're going to give them a whole country of their own called Israel just off that belief. Well, if you could do it for them, I believe I'm more white too. Thank you. Pick it up. Islam. I yeah. believe I'll be out. Mm -hmm. yep, right from India country. See, they can't handle me. Yeah. Because I emotionally understand that too. I don't just mentally feel that way. I actually feel that way inside. Yeah. See, so they, they, can't, they, can't, yeah, they can't deal with my chakras. All seven chakras is on tilt. They can't deal with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, because, the, you know, a lot of, a lot of foreigners over in, in, um, in North Africa, the, the, uh, in uh, uh, the nation state of Morocco, the kingdom of Morocco, they would, they would say that the Maghreb Alaska is Western Sahara or the Mauritania. No, that's why we say in Arabic, Al-Aqsa means the extreme. The United States, or North America, rather, is the Morocco of the world. Because Morocco just means, Maghreb means, just means the place of the sunset. See, you don't know Arabic and stuff, so you could, they could say whatever. But no, Morocco means the place of the sunset. Inside of Africa, the, the, the sunset place of that land is the Morocco, kingdom of Morocco. The place where the sun sets on the whole entire planet is is California, or guess what? Even for the furthest west you can go is what? Alaska, Alaska. No, Alaska. Yeah, Maghrib, Alaska. Islam. Islam. See why? See when I had to deal with them, I could write one sheet of paper and then make it go away because they like my the language is perfect. It's because not. they know I know the secret. I'm writing it Masonically, the language perfect. They don't want to box with me in real life. Yeah. Because I'm writing it perfectly. I, I, I'm fulfilling the prophecy. And I'm like, it's like the it's like the prophet wrote it. And then all I got to do is like actually go put like hand the check in and it would a counter. I'm willing to do that. Islam. Everybody else want to make it more fancier. Not me. I'm good. I'm a Taurus. I'm real basic like. <laughs> it's you know what I mean? So I ain't gotta be an air sign about it. Uh, you, know, you go ahead and let them Gemini's rule the nation. You want? You better get a stable, you know, coalition going on or something. But I'm an earth sign, so I don't have every. I'll never have to be sophisticated. I could be like, "What? Well, Allah said it in the Surah. Allah said it in the Bible. Allah said it in Circle Seven. Wherever Allah said it, out of the Jesus, Buddha, Confucius on the front of the nationality card, I'm safe. Thank you. Praise Allah. Pick it up. Islam. And then I'm everybody not. will support you. The feds, everybody. It's fine. Man, that's beautiful. Um, I wanted to ask about the date up here. Um, was this for, was this um, when you created this or, or was this actually for like a conference? That's when I created it and finalized it. But that's right. what it says on the left, not to be confused with. That was it. So it's saying that. So yeah. they told the Europeans totally understood. That was just they just said it was the first. Nobody, no other Moors, even no matter how knowledgeable they were, they just was basic with their understand. Uh, you know, the, to just be basic like that. Oh, why is we Morocco? Oh, because we just happen to be Mor Morocco. My name, but they're because I, I was able to say to them, oh no, they're not Morocco either. They're like they're not. No, they're very proud of their name. They're called Kingdom of Morocco. They just have Morocco in their name. Yeah. And we're called Far West Morocco. We have Morocco in our name, too. But you might both just say Morocco, but eh, both of us can use it, I guess, you know. 
And you know, a lot of people don't notice, but um, like Mexico is actually the Estados Unidos Mexicano. It's it's the United States of Mexico, and so this is the United States of America. So, but yeah, the Treaty of Peace and Friendship is really our Americanos. So it's really talking about the American Americanos <laughs> Moors. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. But that's another time. But just. With all that sophisticated information, they still ain't tell you Moab Indian country. G money was right there. Yeah. That's that's the fulfillment of the prophets' teaching. Yeah, and that the Mormons, the fake, the Moorish imitation of Moorish men out there doing their thing in Moab for that Masonic reason specifically. Nobody can get around that. Nope. Well, wait, can't. Yeah, and um, I man, I could be mistaken, but uh, don't they refer to their um, churches as temples? I wouldn't be surprised. I forgot. T- Tabernacles, I don't know. Yeah. I know they have some other name for it. But man, this is this has been a powerful build. Um, we definitely gonna have to run this back again, brother. It'd be a pleasure to have you on again. Um, I really want to thank you for coming on here, um, explaining this chart to us and just building on some of the things that you have going on. I do want to remind everybody, make sure you check out this brother's links. They're in the description for this video. Um it's been a powerful build. Um, everybody, make sure you click like and share. Get that uh, brother, if there's anything else that you want to say, just in closing, anything you want to share, brother, the floor is yours. All right. Well, we air a lot of our more science. Like I told you, I do it through the multimedia, changing the literature through the multimedia. So uh, we have our TV show, um, Goddess Mobile TV, comes on every Friday evening, 8 to 8, 8 p.m. to 8 30 p.m. in new york city corporate and um check your tv guide for listings and um you know praise Allah, give high honors holy and divine prophet no Lee. give honors from a to z to all of you uh moors we love you moors and um give offer dua and and, and and um you know well wishes to hear to all of us in the shake of maximum philadelphia to keep it the energy going and my cash app is 711 mobile. That's dollar sign 711 mobile. And you know, I'll definitely hit you with the tax immunity forms, the vaccine immunity forms. And then my stuff is one page, two pages. It's just saying what Allah said, what the prophet said. And you know, stop it like a stop it like a cold bullet. Praise Allah. Islam. All right, Islam. Um, once again, it's been great having you on. Um, hang on a second after we um, close out. All right, peace and love, Moors, everybody. Make sure you like and share the video. Peace. Peace. Yeah.